Yesterday, Biden attended the National Prayer Breakfast. Biden actually made history as the first president to attend the National Prayer Breakfast and the Last Supper. <laughs> At one point, people thought Biden was in deep in prayer, but he just nodded off. Ah, uh, yes. That's the old, uh, old joke about uh, Joe. He was at the Last Supper. I think he, he would have uh, betrayed Jesus, don't you think? <laughs> 30 pieces. Democrats love crime. Why do Democrats, why do they love Hamas? They love Iran. They hate Israel and the Jews. They love criminals, carjackers, people that shoot children. In Chicago, the mayor, just days ago, announced, hey, we're going to cut $10 million. You know, the schools are spending money on a contract with the Chicago police to provide police officers at schools. We need to end that. A couple of hours later, three kids were shot at a school And it doesn't even make news. It's not even news. That's not a thing. Businesses are fleeing Oakland, California. My question is, what took so long? Because of the crime, the rampant crime. Businesses are fleeing Washington, D.C. because of the robberies and the looting and the, yeah, they can't keep their their shelves stocked because the, you know, the Democrats steal so much. And it's all Democrats, all of it. Not a MAGA hat-wearing Trump voter in the bunch. You're not going to find one. Not in Oakland, not in Portland, Oregon, not in Seattle, Washington, not in San Francisco, not in Washington, D.C., not in New York City attacking the police, releasing the illegal aliens. One of these illegal aliens in New York actually had, when he attacked the police the other day, what was it, last Saturday, uh, Times Square, just off time, a whole mob of all military-age male illegal aliens illegally in our country, illegally, and uh, attacking the police violently, stomping the police on the ground, kicking them. And uh, then when they're arrested, the police put their lives on the line again to arrest these criminals who are also illegal aliens, put them in jail, and the Democrats immediately, and I mean immediately, as me snapping my finger, just let them out without bail. No bail for you. And the reports this morning are that four of the illegal aliens involved in attacking the police who were released immediately by the Democrats to put the criminals back on the streets have boarded a bus for California after lying to a Catholic charity there, uh, giving them fake names and so on, and then getting on a bus for California because, you know, honestly, it's like it's midnight cowboy. These people are out of their minds. And uh, that's your Democrat party. Joe Biden lies to Gold Star families. The Democrats release illegal aliens that, oh, yeah, one of the illegal aliens that attacked the police had already been arrested twice in New York City for a robbery and for an assault. And both times, let him out, no bail, let him out, no bail. Then they attack the police, and this guy attacks the police, arrested again, police putting their lives on the line to get criminals off the street. And the Democrats once again immediately release them back into the wild with no bail because they're not on our side. The left is the end of civilization, not just as we know it, but the end of civilization itself. Between the left and the jihad, 
The world is in a terrible place. The left includes Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping and the idiot Democrat Party. It should be called the idiot party. Just uh, leave that. Because as you know, the Democratic Party isn't. Just extraordinary stuff. Now, in Washington, D.C., we have a really terrible, our nation's capital, and we got a lot of crime. Last year, we had a 26-year high in murders. We had an all-time record high in carjackings, more than 950 carjackings in 365 days. We have the same number of days here as other people. You know, the government doesn't follow the Gregorian calendar, but we still have, they got a fiscal year that's not a calendar year. That's different. Uh, but we... We have, uh, boy, uh, uh, what, 950 in a 61-square-mile city. Got a few more miles in water. But if you just count the part where cars can drive, 61 square miles, more than 950 carjackings last year. And uh, every one of them perpetrated by Democrats. Every single one of them perpetrated by Democrats and the children of Democrats, too. You know, if your parents are... Uh, self-identified liberals, you are much more likely to suffer mental illnesses. That's according to an actual study that came out about a month ago now. And uh, I don't think we needed the study. I could have told you that. There are so many of these studies where I, I just, I could have told you that. Yeah? And I mentioned a little while ago also the three Kansas City, Chief, Kansas City Chiefs fans found uh, frozen dead in the backyard. Um, they had triple the amount of fentanyl in their blood system needed to kill. So fentanyl is in the middle of that, and that comes from communist China through the Mexican drug cartels and our open border, thanks to Joe Biden. They also had cocaine in their systems and THC, which is the active ingredient in marijuana, uh, which is legal most places these days, certainly is in D.C. Everywhere you go, that's made obvious. Now, extraordinary stuff. We've got Chicago, we've got Oregon, Portland, decriminalizing, everything including fentanyl, businesses fleeing Oakland, California because of the rampant crime. Hell, businesses fleeing Washington, D.C. because of the rampant crime. Businesses fleeing San Francisco because of the rampant crime. Businesses fleeing Seattle, Washington, and Portland, Oregon because of the rampant crime and the drug abuse and and uh, the needles, and uh, it's no place to raise a kid, and your wife isn't safe driving downtown, and neither are you. And I've got border stories today, too. Now, uh, let's go to let's go to some of the audio here. Here is our D.C., our Washington, D.C. Attorney General. Our Washington, D.C. Attorney General is a guy named, uh, and you see, we don't, well, it, it's, it's a strange thing because we're a federal district. It's not the same as other cities in states because of the federal thing. But this guy we have, his name is Brian Schwalb. Schwalb. S-C-H-W-A-L-B. Sounds like a misspelling of some kind. D-C-A-G, making news around the world, tells angry locals, angry locals showed up, um, complaining about the crime and the mayhem and how the fact that it's not safe and, and all of that. D-C-A-G tells angry locals his department... Well, I'll play the audio for you because this is pretty amazing stuff. We as a city and a community need to be much more focused on prevention 
and surrounding young people and their families with resources. Resources. We want to be safer in the long run. Resources. We cannot prosecute and arrest our way out of it, even though we're going to do our best to bring good cases and hold kids accountable. I'm sorry, we need to surround what kind of foo-foo language is this idiot using? He's supposed to be a crime fighter, uh, but obviously he's not up to the job, which is why we had a 26-year high, more than a quarter of a century high in homicides last year, and why we had an all-time record-breaking number of carjackings, which we still see every day. A Trump administration official attacked by a would-be carjacker in Washington just the other day, shot in the head on life support. Another D.C. maybe carjacker, maybe just murderer, shooting and killing a man in his car on Connecticut Avenue, a main thoroughfare in Washington, D.C., by DuPont Circle. And this idiot, the short version of that, uh, couldn't be more. We cannot prosecute and arrest our way out of crime. We cannot prosecute and arrest our way out of it. No, you can. That's exactly what you can do. When fighting the Socialist Workers Party of Adolf Hitler in Europe in World War II, uh, this idiot would say, well, we can't just fight our way out of uh, Nazi occupation of, of Western Europe. No, no, actually, that's the only way that you can fight. You have to fight your way out of it. And you have to prosecute and arrest your way. First, I would, I would put the cart before the horse, but I'm a lot smarter than this guy. You arrest and then prosecute. You don't prosecute and then arrest. You can't prosecute and arrest your way out of crime. You absolutely can. You idiot. We you, cannot prosecute and arrest our way out of it. You're fired. During a recent panel, the Attorney General of Washington, D.C., told residents concerned by the skyrocketing crime rate that his department could not prosecute and arrest our way out of the problem. Attorney General Brian Schwalb was specifically talking about the epidemic of violent crime, including enormous numbers of carjackings that is currently plaguing the nation's capital. Clip of the panel was initially aired by Fox Channel 5 in Washington, D.C. And uh, then hundreds of thousands of hits on X, which is owned by a pro-American South African. But never mind that. So, you, wait a minute, you can't? Well, how do you think? And what does he say? We have to surround our children with resources? You are severely mentally impaired. It's not about surrounding people with resources. I guess he's talking about, you know, uh, spending money, right? Wow. We as a city and a community need to be much more focused on prevention and surrounding young people and their families with resources. Yeah, pre you prevent uh, sexually transmitted diseases. You hit criminals over the head with a nightstick. You put handcuffs on them and you drag them by their feet to the back of a police car and you take them to jail and you punish them by incarcerating them for committing violent crimes. And then there's your looting regime that the Democrats have introduced, which is which is, you know, leads to, we got a CVS store on 14th Street in Washington, D.C., the Columbia Heights neighborhood that's closing down, going, going someplace else because they've been looted and robbed so many times, every time by Democrats, never by a Trump voter wearing a MAGA hat ever because that'd be big news. Just amazing stuff. And with the crime wave, he declares out loud, well, you can't just out of order prosecute and then arrest people. What a dimwit. We cannot prosecute and arrest our way out of it. Yeah. 
Give it a try. How about that, idiot? Now, let's go to Oakland, California. In Oakland, California, they just uh, they lost an In-N-Out Burger, uh, which is a popular fast food burger place in California. They have hundreds of stores, restaurants in California. And the Oakland In-N-Out, the last one in Oakland, California, because of all the crime, announced that they're leaving Oakland because it's too dangerous. Because too many people, including their employees and their customers, are being robbed and beaten and yada, yada. In fact, to the point where the Babylon Bee has a headline, Oakland In-N-Out relocating to safer location in Gaza. And they have a Photoshop picture of a, the rubble of Gaza with a fresh, clean-looking In-N-Out burger back there. Yeah, because it is safer in Gaza than it is in Oakland. Just look at the statistics. And Chicago's not far behind in Baltimore and Washington, D.C., and, and the list goes on and on. Just extraordinary stuff. Now, let's go to an Oakland business owner, Ignacio Becerra. Ignacio Becerra was on the Fox News channel in the 5 a.m. hour today, which is 2 a.m. on the West Coast, and he lives in Oakland, California. He's a business owner, Ignacio Becerra. We're losing everything. Our restaurants are closing. We have nowhere to go. We do have to uh, venture out of our beautiful city uh, in order to have a decent meal with our family. So that's that's not good. And uh, we need help. This thing is getting out of control, out of hand. And uh, help couldn't come any sooner. Our, our mayor needs to do something. Our mayor needs to do something. Maybe you should get our uh, attorney general to come in and say we can't uh, uh, prosecute and arrest our way out of this. Uh, just amazing stuff. Our beautiful city, Oakland, you know, it would be if it weren't filled with Democrats who uh, go around shooting everybody and stealing everything. We need to build a giant prison and fill it with Democrats. At probably maybe the, the state of California. Let's just build a wall around California. Uh, amazing stuff. You got those four illegal aliens that attacked the police in New York City. They're on a bus headed for California now because they were released without bail. Isn't that amazing? Um, Ignacio Becerra, business owner in Oakland, California. This thing is getting worse. It's getting out of hand. And uh, we do need help. It's, it's becoming such a tragedy in the city of Oakland. It's sad. Our once beautiful city is becoming a wreck. It's disgusting. It's, it's wretched. And it's dangerous. We do need help. And it's dangerous. We do need help. Well, you'll take nothing and like it. Because there'll be no help coming. In California, they're looking at a, a loneliness. What is it, a commissar? <laughs> yeah, a minister of loneliness. They're looking for a minister of loneliness in California. If you think you might be a good minister of loneliness... There could be a job opening in California very soon. But it doesn't end there. I've got a business owner coming up from Portland, Oregon. And guess what she's dealing with there? You'll get nothing and like it. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. All right, let's take a uh, phone call, and I'll get back to business owners struggling to stay in business because Democrats keep stealing everything they have, and then the Democrats don't arrest them, and then the Democrats don't prosecute them, and the Democrats put them back on the street without bail, and then the Democrats rob you again. It's a Democrat world. We're just living in it. Uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to, let's go to Deborah, calling from beautiful Kansas City, Missouri. Deborah, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. Just wanted to tell you, thank you. I was walking off the ledge this morning. I woke up and I was watching Fox and Friends. There were three women voters and they got to the independent and she just didn't know. She just, is, you know, doesn't know. She has a business, can't pay her bills, can't do anything. And she just doesn't know who she's going to vote for. And I was screaming. Mm-hmm. And then I turned on your show, and you just make me laugh and make me calm down. And I know everything's going to be okay because we're America. <laughs> but we've got to get this boat on the right course. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that, Deborah. That is, uh, well, thank you very much. I'm very happy to hear that because, you know, today there is a lot of crazy news. Uh, there was a lot of crazy news yesterday, too. The Democrats keep giving it to me. Uh, but I, I thank you for that. That makes me very happy uh, to hear. And, you know, I used to live in KC Mo. God bless America. God bless America is right. I lived in KC Mo for a while, 63rd and Rock Hill. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm uh, on the outskirts, uh, right town in Kansas City. I love I love KC and Mo. Great town. Great people. Wonderful people. Great barbecue, music, cheese. all and the Chiefs. But you know, have your parties indoors, right, Deborah? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Those aren't fireworks we're hearing outside. That's a <laughs> it's Democrats. Yeah, we uh, yeah we should have them. It's a little chilly out there too. Just. Stay inside and don't do fentanyl. Turns out it's not as good for you as we had originally hoped. Uh, Deborah, thank you for uh, thank you for a nice call. Today is Groundhog Day. In case you missed it, it's hard to miss. I think on Groundhog Day, the groundhog. Uh, what happened? He didn't see his shadow, so that means we have an early spring, right? You can't trust a. Groundhog and his shadow, who can you trust? It's more reliable than CNN. I'll give him that for a groundhog, you know. Now, there's a funny meme making its way around. It's a meme. It's on the Internet. It's Hillary Clinton standing in the uh, among some shrubberies, looking pensive and depressed, unhappy, angry, you know. And the meme is, Hillary came out of her burrow today and didn't see her shadow. Hillary, it's Groundhog Day. Hillary came out of her burrow. She's been living in a burrow. To, came out today and didn't see her shadow. Four more years of not being president. Yay! Four more years of not being president for Hillary Clinton. Yay! Yeah! That's uh, very important uh, for humankind. 
It honestly is. I'll get back to the uh, the mayhem, to the the anarchy that the Democrat Party. A uh, nice Deborah calling from KC Mo. KC Mo is a lovely town. Yeah, that uh, sound outside is not fireworks. That's uh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Those aren't fireworks outside. Everybody's talking about the crime wave from coast to coast. Everybody I talk to, of course, I know people in Chicago and New York and. California, and everybody's talking about crime because the Democrats, and then they come out and they tell us, well, the FBI statistics show that crime is down. Sure. Sure it is. Depending on what you compare it to. The New York Post did a uh, did a smart thing. They, uh, they looked at crime not year to year, but 2019 compared to now. And it is off the charts. It's so much higher now that it's just off the charts. And we got like, uh, you know, the liberal on my show on uh, Newsmax, uh, Jason, he's always, oh, no, he's got some statistic about how in, in uh, El Segundo uh, they had 48 murders last year. And then, um, you know, but they had 56 the year before. So, see, crime is down. And the FBI stats show that uh, homicides are actually down. Yeah. Ask anybody anywhere. Honestly. Uh, and and it's it's you know lies damn lies and statistics of course, just uh, just amazing. Uh 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 uh. Murder, mayhem, robbery, looting, carjacking, Democrats, all Democrats. All right, let's get back to uh, let's go to uh, soundbite number eight, numero ocho, as the Democrat Party likes to say. Because remember, Barack Obama told us that. We better learn to speak Spanish and teach our kids to speak Spanish because they've had this open border plan in place for a long time. And the illegal aliens and the gang members, and just give your daughters over to them. It'll, it'll be easier that way, Democrat Party. Here is a uh, business owner in Portland, Oregon. Now, again, keep in mind, Portland is in a state, Oregon, which decriminalized all drugs, decriminalized all drugs, about three years ago, three and a half years ago. And since that time, they're, because they said, oh, it'll be more manageable this way. We can bring it out of the shadows and we can get help to people. So fatal drug overdoses have skyrocketed. Junkies go there because they've decriminalized it. And people say, well, hey, it's not, it's not really a criminal thing. So I can smoke crack like Hunter Biden. I can do fentanyl. I can... I can uh, do all kinds of stuff because it's heroin and and uh, because really it's not a criminal not a criminal thing as uh, you know they they legalized pot in DC and they did a stupid job of legalizing pot in DC and I don't really care too much about pot everybody in DC smokes pot I haven't noticed a lot of difference in the way the city uh, functions or doesn't since they legalized pot while still making it illegal to buy and sell which is nonsensical, of course. But let's go to this uh, nice business owner lady. We just heard from a business owner um, in Oakland, California, Ignacio Becerra, who is like, we need help. We're dying. Everybody's leaving. We're fleeing. We can't stay here. Same thing in San Francisco. The Whole Foods flagship store in San Francisco fled. Major corporations are fleeing. There is a, I I told the story on the radio uh, a little over a year ago now, a family from Yemen moved as refugees to San Francisco. And it was so horrible that they moved back to Yemen 
That's a true story. The family fled San Francisco because it was too dangerous and went back to Yemen to spend time with the Houthis because it's better than San Francisco from the perspective of a Yemeni family. Pay no attention to that. I told you the story yesterday of a, I believe, 78-year-old Chinese man who has been brutalized so many times on the sidewalks of San Francisco that he's moving back to communist China and leaving his family in California because he'd rather die in communist China. The Democrats are doing this. Let's go to uh, number eight, Loretta Guzman. Loretta Guzman, or Guzman, um, a business owner in Portland, Oregon, describing what life is like for her. Our city has like drug addicts all over, and they're just all over the streets. They just like totally taken over. They're like zombies. They're slouched over. They're just lighting up. They don't care. I had my, my little grandson, and he's one, and I had him in a stroller. They were just like selling drugs, doing drugs right there, and blowing it like it was n- no big deal. No big deal. Just sitting there smoking crack, blowing crack smoke in your face. Uh, walking by, you know, got your uh, your grandkid in a baby stroller, and the junkies are sprawled out everywhere, spittle running from their faces, and they're dying in front of you, and it's it's no big deal, right? Why uh, why would that be a problem? That's just uh, everyday life in Portland, Oregon. Remember they had that TV show Portlandia with uh, what's his name, Fred Armisen, right? And uh, they made fun of how liberal Portland was. And now it's just a complete nightmare. It's imploded. And it's not Portland alone. Here's Loretta Guzman, business owner for the time being in Portland, Oregon. As far as being a business owner, it's always a struggle. You know, before we didn't have to battle with them, but, you know, now we have to. They want to come on your property and use drugs. They... They don't care. They want to leave their mess behind. I always have to tell them, you know, pick up your stuff, take it with you. You can't use drugs here. This is, you know, private property. And also, yeah, I do get graffiti. I get a lot of garbage. Um, Yeah, there are a lot of problems. And our city isn't doing anything to help us. It's a third world city because the left has taken over. They're not liberals. They're the left. And there are businesses fleeing. Again, there's this. CVS store I mentioned earlier, 14th Street, Columbia Heights, a neighborhood in Washington, D.C., where decent people want to live. But the Democrats make it almost impossible. It's dangerous. The, the Walgreens, the, uh, the, what do you call it, the CVS store, they've announced they're leaving. You go in there, local news channels went in there and walked around with their cameras up and down the aisles, which are completely empty, like, as if the store had just been built, but they hadn't stocked the shelves yet. No, the Democrats go in there. And steal everything. They come in today with, they steal a box of big black hefty bags. And two of the criminals hold the hefty bags out where their friends swipe their arms. I'm swiping my arm. Swipe their arms down the shelves and just fill the hefty bags, right, with everything on the shelves. Then they go outside and they set up all the stuff they just stole on a banquet table that they stole. And they sell the stuff that they just stole on the sidewalk at a slightly discounted rate. And they don't have to sell at a discounted rate because it's the only place in the neighborhood you can get it because they stole everything from the stores. And the police are, you know, like, well, if we arrest them, 
the Democrats are just going to let him back out to steal again. And the mayor's office says, well, we can't arrest people. It's legal to be a vendor on the sidewalk. And the police union says, it's not legal to sell stolen goods on the sidewalk. The mayor shrugs and walks away. Muriel Bowser. Amazing. Radical left-wing skinhead lunatic jihadi communist Democrat congresswoman Ayanna Presley. Did I mention racist? Because that, that should be mentioned. She is on a rant about a Walgreens store that announced they're leaving because they too have been robbed and looted so many times by Democrats who think crime is legal and law enforcement is criminal. They're turning our place into a a work-free drug place and a, you know, a a police-free crime place. This is your Democrat. Here is the rest. She shaves her head. I guess she shaves her head. And she looks like, you know, a villain from a, a bad knockoff of a James Bond movie or something. Democrat Congresswoman Ayanna Presley, And everything's racist. Now, it's Foxbury, Mass., outside of uh, Boston, and it's majority black and and Latino, and crime-ridden to the point where, and nobody talks about that either, and crime-ridden to the point where these major businesses are just throwing in the towel and saying, that's it, we're out of here. Mr. Speaker, Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closures in Mattapan and Hyde Park, both in the Massachusetts 7th. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and they take them and they take with them they do. baby formula, diapers, asthma inhalers, life-saving medications, and of course, jobs. These closures are not arbitrary and they are not innocent. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. Racial, racial, there it is, race card. She's African-American, of course. And this area is 85% black and Latino. And when the, and the crime is so bad that the, uh, nobody talks, she doesn't talk about that. Nobody talks, because it would be racist to talk about that, right? 85% black and Latino, and, and Michael and I were joking about this this morning. When Walgreens goes, they're not going to have to take with them the diapers and the baby formula because you guys stole it all. Your brothers and sisters and your sons and daughters, mostly sons, but not entirely anymore. You know, they've feminized crime. We've got teenage girl carjackers with guns in Washington, D.C. No big deal. But it's racist. She's crying racism. Uh, Why don't you cry criminal activity? Uh, Honestly, billy clubs to the head. That ought to help, I think. You know that billy club is an anti-Irish slur? That's racist. And when you hit him over the head with a billy club and drag him to a paddy wagon, that is an anti-Irish slur. You know, Billy and Patty, because New York and Boston, the cops had to beat up a lot of drunk Irish people in the old days. Drag them to the wagons. And uh, Ayanna Presley uh, uh, blaming Walgreens 
for being robbed too many times, so many times that they have to leave. And again, when they relocate, they won't have to take anything with them because you guys stole it all. Shame on you, Walgreens. Having a website with talking points about health equity and underserved communities is not enough. Walgreens is a multi-billion dollar corporation that needs to put their money where their mouth is and stop divesting from black and brown communities. Yeah, because race, right? How many times have Democrats uh, made it about race today? Every, everything is about race. You know what should be about race? Murder. Take a look at the number there. The number is there. Take a look at the carjacking numbers. Race is a big component in that. Take a look at the looting numbers. Race is a giant component in that, but not the component that you'd like it to be, I guess. The Democrats, again, released at least five illegal aliens illegally in our country after they violently attacked two police officers, got them on the ground, kicking them, stomping them. The Democrats, well, the police brought them in, and the Democrats said, you can go, no bail, you're free to kill, to rape and loot and plunder. The uh, president of the NYPD's Police Benevolence Association is a man named Patrick Hendry. Why did these four individuals be released on their own recognizance? Why aren't they in jail right now? They brutally attacked a New York City police officer and a lieutenant. Our criminal justice system is upside down. They should be deported, but first, the criminal justice system needs to send a message. They need to be prosecuted, sentenced, serve time here, then deported. That'd be a good idea. That would be enforcing the law, though. And you know how they're against that. They don't like that at all. I still have Chicago coming up. They have an alderman there. And look, the illegal alien crime. And then they tell us, and this is what liberals always tell you, Oh, statistics show that, that, and this is what I get from, uh, you know, uh, one lib in particular. Oh, immigrants commit crime at a lower rate than natural-born American citizens. You know, they leave out the word illegal immigrants, right? They just say, yeah, of course, immigrants who come here illegally, I wouldn't expect them to be a crime wave. You know, they're not Democrats. But illegal aliens, that's another thing altogether. (laughs) They commit crime all the time. Don't, don't tell me that. It's another lies, damn lies, and statistics. Well, you hear this Chicago alderman. That's what they call city councilman there. He, uh, he spoke up. He's got something to say about the illegal aliens in Chicago and crime. The Democrat Party, Joe Biden, is doing this. You saw the illegal alien that attacked the police who was released immediately without bail by the Democrats, who are a crime organization. They're not organized, but they're a crime organization. And this criminal illegal alien came out and flipped everybody off with both hands while smirking. Sebastian Gorka is calling them Biden's boys. These guys are Biden's boys. Boy, it's good to be a Democrat, huh? And then they look you in the eye and say, no, crime is down, really. Just stay home and stay armed. Ah, yes. Oregon University, where they have legalized all drugs in Oregon. Oregon University drops failing grades for students, citing GPA fixation. You don't want to be fixated on GPAs, for crying out loud, you know. The measurable performance, you don't want that. So they've decided to drop failing grades. You have only passing grades now. Good idea. 
Should have thought of that when I was in college. That's great. And out of the United Kingdom, a, uh, a report not in the Washington Post, American Psychological Association claims merit-based hiring is unfair. They have a new... St- you'll never guess why. See if you- Anybody? One guess? Raise your hand. Race? Oh, how'd you figure that out so easily? Most employers hire individuals based on their qualifications, but... A new study has claimed the process may be unfair. Sure, hire the unqualified. A study published by the American Psychological Association Journal now claiming that socioeconomic disparities should be the focus when seeking potential employees. That explains a lot, doesn't it? Researchers conducted five experiments, four were not enough, where participants were given background information about the two types of candidates, revealing those who learned about merit-based hiring, perceived it far less fair. Merit-based hiring is far less fair? I got to tell you, you know, if I were black, and I'm not black, but if I were, I think I'd be insulted by all of this. The Really the hard bigotry at this point of low expectations. You uh, let's let's talk about crime. Let's talk about school. Let's let's talk about two parent households. Let's talk about civilization and the fundamental building blocks of civilization. I think that'd be a good idea, but that seems unlikely. The study concluded that merit based hiring fuels racial inequality. Race based hiring fuels racial inequality. Members of marginalized racial groups. Stop being marginalized. Tend to experience socioeconomic disadvantages more than other members of privileged racial groups. As a member, what was that privilege thing? That oh, that that was at Johns Hopkins in uh, Baltimore at the medical thing there. I checked every box for privilege, and honestly, it made me feel good. You know, a lifetime of work had nothing to do with it. Just my immutable characteristics. Welcome to Talkville. The Ultimate Smallville Rewatch Podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.